0: Hey everyone, it has been about, it's been about four months now, and I am finally back with a new episode, we are here with chapter 27, and I am so sorry that it took so long, Some, some things happened, and it was just really crazy for me, rightly, but I am finally back, I'm doing well, and I am ready to continue the series. So with that, we are here back with Chapter 27 of Red Ribbon by Your Chick. What do you mean I'm the perfect weapon to use against him? Kamneri asked. I'm literally just nobody. Oh, you're no nobody, the boss spoke. It ends closer to the trembling blonde. Seeing a man older than him, and... Looks so similar to Toya. Comrade was a bit taken up. Well, you're only the young prince's mate. Comrade blinked. Um, the what now? The young prince's mate, the boss repeats. His fingertips touches the white bright mark on the blonde pale neck and presses gently on the spot. This mark on your neck proves just that. Comrade took a step back and shook his head. I, I don't. I'm-, I'm not. It's... It's only natural you're confused, the boss says, judging from your reaction. The young prince never told you, or you were just too oblivious and haven't looked in the mirror yet. Does anyone look in the mirror after sex? Commentary boarded out randomly, and made the tension in the room turn into one of pure embarrassment. The boss coughed to burst off the blus in his cheeks and signaled his men. Two men came forward and stood on both sides of the confused bun. Kamenari's eyes widened as he knew what these men's next step would be. But before the blonde could react quickly, two men grabbed each side of the blonde's arms and held him still. Hey! Kamenari tried to wiggle free, but the two men were strong, and their grip on the blonde's arm were too strong for to him. What gives? Let me go! Sorry, young mate. The boss sincerely apologized and smiled and insulted. You. Though, to Kamari, it just made him look more like a little creep. But you're not a key to my ultimate plan, and I can't let you go now that you stupidly got into my hands. Kamani gritted his teeth, and fear ran through his body. His heartbeat increased at every second as they walked out the current room they were in and out into the long, eerie hallways. Every step they took felt heavy. His knees grew weak, and Kamani's vision started going blurry. P- please help me, anyone. Please help me. Carmen couldn't feel anything anymore, and he started to resort to the only solution that he had in his mind. He started moving his numb-filled filled body and thrust him like a crazy maniac. Let me go, you ugly-ass bastards! Senso, his parents, and Todoroki were currently making their way from the dungeon to the main front room. As their predict, Senso and everyone else would meet up with the leader of them. Once they all met up in the main hall room, since it was finally going to put an end to them once and for all. In his heart he knew what he had to do. He had to take back what rightfully belonged to him and free his fa- and free his friends' parents and his loyal subjects who suffered greatly. It was finally time. Let me go, you ugly ass bastards. Huh? Sinsa stopped in his truck. That voice he just heard seemed awfully familiar to him, and he hoped that whatever God was up there, bulleted him enough so that he'd be wrong about who she detected the belong- the voice belonged to. Did anyone of you hear that? Todoroki asked, and turned to face the rose behind him. Hisasi and Aizawa both looked at each other with concerned looks on their faces. I said, look, hey, what are you touching? The bullet instantly drained from the young prince's face. Hisasi and Aizawa noticed that since they will stop moving after a while, and turned to look at their somewhat with weird expressions on their face. Son, are you? It's Kaminari. senso said. His voice was shaking, and his whole body was trembling with pure fear. They got Kaminari. His assi shook his head. Uh, I don't think that's Kaminari, Hitoshi. Yeah, Aizawa agreed. it's the stupid bonnie's is at your house, and he Ali turned to face his son. Eyes will opened his eyes to see senso sprouting at full speed towards the voice they heard. Hitoshi, no. Senzo kept repeating in his mind, and, "No, no." Zinso kept repeating in his mind as constantly as he ran towards the voices. "Please, God, don't let the same thing happen again. I can't take the pain of losing another." Yelling cries rang inside Sinzo's ears and pierced his heart gravely. The faster his body moved, the closer the voice rang. Cameron was sitting on the ground of the main front room. His legs and arms were tied back behind him making him incapable of moving or messless escaping at all. The whole court was full of guards who patrolled every instant corner of the room. Two were standing right next to Kamari, guarding him with a watchful eye in case anyone tried to come in and take him by surprise. "'Do you want to know one of my biggest fears?' Kamari asked out loud. Everyone who heard him didn't say anything, and Kamari talked to of who continued speaking. "'If I ever, like, woke up as a donut, like—' If I eat myself, would I even be tasty? The guards who were next to him mentally palm, and were waiting for the grand reaper to sew up and take their lives away. The boss, who sat on the throne, was growing tired of what the woman was saying. This was the final straw for the for the boss. He stood up from the chair and yelled, Okay, that's it. To prevent the woman from saying any more nonsense, the boss ordered his men to place a handkerchief on his mouth. <laughs> Comrade thrust around what little he could and spoke muffled words. Shut up! The bo- the boss... Shut up! The boss shouted and raised a hand. Just as him was about to land on the blonde's pale cheek, the door to the front room burst wide open and four young men stood there. Sinsel's size tried around the room, and once he saw the scene of the blonde and the sketchy invisible, his blood boiled. Get your hands off of him, you stupid bits! The boss paused and froze for a second. His hand stayed frozen in the air as his head turned to where the sound came from slowly. He turned his whole body around to fully look at Senso with a sickening twisted grin. The boss composed himself and spoke. Why, hello there, young prince. What brings you here today? Senso's fist clenched. Don't you play dumb with me. You know goddamn well why I'm here. Do I now? The boss continued his cutely lost persona. Oh, I know. He pulled on the chain on Cameronie's neck and brought the blonde closer to him. Due to his body being, due to his body parts being tied back, Cameronie fell to the ground. His chin coming into hard contact with the hard glass floor. Why, <laughs> you came for him, didn't you? The boss cooed and cackled. Why, of course you did. It'd be stupid enough of you to not come when you've marked him completely. Then so back his lip and stayed quiet. The boss felt contenting that reaction and continued. It's funny, really, this little marking thing of yours was stupid indeed. You could have lived your life completely separated from your pathetic kingdom just like you wanted. But alas, you didn't. You decided to mark the stupid thing and come running back for him. His free hand caressed the side of the blonde's trembling cheek. How stupid this whole thing is, really. What is your real plan here? Zinso asked, deciding to ignore all the other things the stupid boss was saying. Not to mention Tommy was also ignoring the, bor- the burning rays inside his body, and a sudden urge to beat the dude to the ground, and feed his remains to in the wolves you tell Talia. My real plan, the boss repeated, and smiled wickedly at his body as his body leaned into the comfortable seat in the throne he once returned turn to. Why to take over your stupid little kingdom and turn this into my own paradise? Paradise? Then growled. what do you mean turn this into a paradise? That is exactly what I say. The boss smirked intensely and threw the golden riches that he held in his hand to the ground. This kingdom, forces, and people will be mine. They will do what I say and only listen to me. How will work them until they're nothing but this land's filth and pathetic bones. they a water rage, just like the piece of trash that they are and die as the roller will bask in all the riches and gold they were able to grab from me. To build my own little pair of dice, I don't care who I have to sacrifice, because that's what a true lord Oh, that's it! so hard and bath the other guy's head with his own forehead. Shut the fuck up, because I'm beating your ass.